0: Oh, All we're right. starting this. And what are we talking about first? Zelda. Zelda. Zelda, baby. Be Zelda. Zelda. I mean, that's
1: my jam. Obviously, that's why I'm here. Let it take the floor
0: on this one, then.
2: Well, let's let let it with... take
0: the floor on Ocarina time.
2: Well, no, we've got to start in chronological let's order. Start. So, Z- right, so Zelda one, 1986. <laughs>
1: <right. laughs> was it cool? It was just called Zelda, wasn't it? It's yeah, called that... The Legend of Zelda, and it was Legend groundbreaking. Zelda.
2: It was groundbreaking, but you know it doesn't really hold my attention today because it's just that eight-bit console. You just don't get, I love even, it. Even I'm gonna it. start
1: streaming it and do speedruns and try. What well, the original, it. The, the original for Switch? Yeah, oh, yeah. It'll, be, it'll be the Switch NES emulated version. Yeah, yeah. All
2: Right. Well, tell us. Know. So, tell us what was unique about Zelda? Why? Why is the first Zelda so significant? Uh... I know. I know it's open world. I know, like it was kind of like Breath of the Wild, but in eight-bit.
1: Yeah, it, it just didn't hold your hand. Like you just go down. Everyone would be scrolling their own maps, trying to figure it out. There were so many secrets. Um, It was just a vision. Miyamoto had a vision, didn't they? So, obviously, Miyamoto being a Japanese city boy. I think he lived on the outskirts. I can't remember, actually. I wasn't there. He used to play out in the woods. He used to play out in the woods. And he wanted to try and capture the feel of it. And albeit, you look back now, and it's um, a couple of pixels with a, a jazzy tune. And it doesn't really give you... the exploration of the woods but it, it kind of does you know it's, there's a, a subtlety about it just that exploration and i tell you what it is absolutely solid the game is nails right. i don't know if you've gone back and played it lately but it is it is
2: insane going on from
1: gl- what we said last time
2: yeah about I, games had little, being hard. I had a little glance at it you know i think yeah i don't know why i'm incriminating myself but i had uh, a friend of a friend chip my xbox when i was like 11 years old and it had all it had like it was like emulator on it so i put the first elder on and i was like oh, okay all right so, a good game introduces the series to the yep. world. You know, it's important, it's open, wild. And was there much of a story to it? Yeah,
1: it, it laid the groundwork of it. You've got the Triforce, you've got Ganondorf, you've got Zelda, and you play as Link. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this, you get a sword, and off you pop. Easy peasy. But um, it, set, it set the rules then. From that one game, he's gone, we want different dungeons couple of different bosses lots of items lots of hidden secrets stuff to explore and the triforce so that pretty much gives you the basis of a zelda game Right, really. so you
2: got you got your groundwork right that's exactly. so that's 90, that's 1986 in mode well worldwide at this point and then roll the clock two years later zelda 2 right different because it's two-dimensional because you had the isometric game in the first one is that the Link's
1: awakening no this was it was called lynx Zelda uh, well,
2: 2 something, wasn't it? Yeah. The
1: Adventure of Link. Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link.
2: Now, I don't know much about this game, but from what I've seen, there's been a sort of cult following on Zelda Shit. 2. <laughs> oh, okay. Just bypass
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Next. <laughs> yeah. Just move on for that, right. that, that one, honestly. The only gimmick is that
2: two-dimensional. They tried to do something different. They went away from the whole isometric thing, and it just didn't work out. And then you get... Well, there was a, a weird one that doesn't get noticed much. Zelda CDI? Was that like for <laughs> the... the it,
1: super... Wand of Wand of Gamelon?
2: Yeah, they even had a Wonder cartoon Camelon. Yeah, Holy they, shit. Uh,
1: yeah. Have, have you seen it? I don't yeah, know. What, yeah, con- seen what, what, it. Con-
2: what console did Crap. it play on?
1: It was on a, it was like a PC thing,
2: I think. It's, it's like one like, of those, um, like,
0: uh, interactive, like, movie things. Like yeah, almost. Oh, they, God, they had one yeah. of really bad
1: cartoons, and it was, like, really bad voice acting. And I think they made a cartoon after it.
2: Yeah, I think like, I've seen that. Excuse
1: me, princess. <laughs> I wasn't around that time, but it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, brutal. And then 1992
2: the magnus opus a link to the past
1: the proper the first of the proper big boys right. the older games and
2: straight away like even if you're not familiar with the games you look at this game so much more colors to it i mean i don't know what the specs are of the super nest but it added x amount of colors 16-bit console back to the isometric roots is that an, it's an isometric game isn't it that pokemon and all that
1: uh i think yeah i think that's what they call it yeah. no no, I think Isometric was like your Sonic 3D when they first tried that 3D weird... Right. You know, that weird... I think it was just like a
0: top-down... Yeah, adventure. like a gyroscope.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. And it, what was the gimmick of the story in this one? You could go between... Literally, based on the title, like you could go... You travel through time. So time travel's introduced into this game.
1: Yeah, you had loads of it. So you had... Um, you start getting more of the musical themes that would carry on through the series. So, like, Death Mountain um, would have its own... You know, theme going on. Um, I think the Zoras are introduced as fish people. You had the Iron Knuckle was put in. as a bit of a, a big boy boss. Deadly. Uh, good items, good items, good bosses, and a bit of a story. And then you had the Ganon pig fight, which was just glorious. He's a pig, yeah. isn't he? It? He's just a big pig, a pig with a stick.
2: Well, if I can ever get my hands on one of these little mini SNESs, I mean, I should—I probably should have done this two years ago, but uh, if I can get my hands on one, then I'll be sure to play that game, because I know it's bundled in with it.
1: Yeah, for sure. If and... you buy a Switch, you've got all of the SNES games on it. Oh, okay, so well, I'll you've do got that. all the NES and all the SNES, you can get them all on there. Yeah. So definitely worth picking one up, even just for a couple of these little beauties.
2: I do like the Switch. I don't want to play the little square controller, though. I'll get my little pro controller.
1: Mate, I bought one of these. Oh, no. nice.
2: Yeah. Yes. it there, got a nice you, bit, though. There's it's, your I, screenshot I, I... right there. There's your thumbnail <laughs> Is it legit, right though?
1: There. Does it actually work? Decent, yeah. Yeah, Unreal. So, like, obviously, jumping in quickly on Smash, everyone's GameCube controllers for Smash. So I've bought the wireless GameCube controller. I've got the WaveBird still. I've got the GameCube adapter. I've got six GameCube controllers downstairs, all different types, including the Bluetooth one for the Switch. Um, and then I bought this, and it's just incredible this has still got like your motion and your movement and that and um it's light as hell and it is by far the best controller you'll ever buy for the console it's up there with the pro controller but that's like 65 quid and this was well it was still 50 quid but it's yeah.
2: speaking you know speaking of like the the game gamecube controller reissue i I bought myself (laughs) i bought myself a gamecube uh second hand uh before the first lockdown uh, and i got a few games for it and i actually realized that they reissued the controller yeah, none of this third-party nonsense yeah uh, it's amazing i'm so glad they brought it back the cable's longer it's the best
1: controller so i've got for the reissue for smash i've got two of them i've got the gamecube adapter that they really they were like hard to get you couldn't get them so i got that and then i picked up then they've done a wireless one for the switch with the bluetooth which is basically a pro controller in a gamecube controller shell so i bought one of them and then i had my original ones i paid one in gold. I took one apart. I, when I was playing Smash, I took one apart. I took the rumble out. And then uh, to lose the weight a bit, because I was a gimp. <laughs> and, uh, sprayed it gold. Not that cool. I was ever good enough for it, but, you know, whatever.
2: All right. I'm not too familiar on some of the Zelda games that came out on Portable. So uh, did, did one come out for the original Game Boy?
1: Yeah, so you had, I think Link's Awakening was first. And yeah, then the was uh,
2: Capcom, wasn't
1: it? It was the Capcom done it and then because that was so good they released the two on the Game Boy color so you had oracle of seasons oracle of ages um and then there was originally meant to be a third one which they never released so it was like din the goddess whatever you've got the three goddesses so in you
2: what what's the deal with these different color variations of the game like you got it with pokemon you've got it with zelda so seasons and oracles what what is it what are you getting differently depending on what cartridge you have
1: so they were genuinely two different stories like, right. um, with their own dungeons and stuff, and I think there was a couple of shared ones in between. Um, but if you had both games, you could do a like a weird connect thing with like a password or whatever, and then you would unlock the color dungeon. Um, but yeah, originally that was meant to be the third. But I know with Pokemon they just wanted to um sell more units and okay, make yeah. things exclusive, and that never changed for it.
2: Yeah, but but they, they learned still, still do <laughs> it to this day. So what gimmick? Well, I say gimmick. I say gimmick in a positive way. Uh, what was introduced to the, these Game Boy ports, story-wise? What what kind of um, what do you, what do you call plot plot device? Uh, Link's game?
1: Awakening, the Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening didn't have Zelda in it at all. Uh, he was on a, a shipwreck, and then he he wakes up on an island, and it's just like a weird mad dream. And then he wakes up. There's a giant whale that lives in a, an egg on the top of a mountain. I think they were basically smoking what Benny's got, and then they wrote a story for a Zelda game. <laughs> nice and then uh it was one of them he so he has this it's quite playing the remake of it you you get a lot more story and you kind of pay more attention and it, you get a little bit of feels so you build up this character i think her name's malon is it malon i think it might be
2: well that's the one that works at the the, the ranch in ocarina but we'll get to that it's,
1: it's not that then it's a different name i can't even remember her name Marin. It's Marin, right? Marin. So she's got this thing, she sings this song, all this shite, she's got a little story going on. And then at the end, I think she realizes that it's none of it's real. So she says to a link, like, you know, um, you, you're going to wake the fish up and then, um, all of this is going to disappear and don't forget me. Thanks. And then he wakes up and then he plots off to his, his next little journey. It's
2: oh all like just that. a dream. We all get in trouble for that in English at school. I'll
1: never forget doing this. I thought of some wicked story once. I remember being in year eight, writing this mad story and be like, yeah, and then like, you know, it was all just in his head and the teacher was like, no, that's the worst thing you could ever write. So yeah. I quite liked it.
0: Teachers yeah. are always like that. See if you'd thought of some shit outside the box. Like, now, it, it was Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. You never have a calculator with you in your pocket. Yeah, right. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see <laughs> all the ones on, on your
0: pen. I remember. I remember. Uh, oh, I can't say his name. I'm getting good at this. But Hugh Janus had a pen oh, with, yeah. uh,
1: with all the all like the formulas. Like calculator. On. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Do you remember? And he
1: pulled it out. So you know the pen, the the crystal pen, wouldn't it? So he he pulled it out and he wrote
0: He's all the formulas all those... right, <laughs> and then he twisted it
1: back in. And he had this little tab at the top, but it hid it away, so when he was in the exam, he just pull it all out and wrap it back oh, in.
0: Mate. And he got busted as a well. Yeah, It was the mock exam, though, that's what City his ass, I think.
1: Are we calling them all Hugh Janus
2: now? Is that what it is? Everyone's all Hugh, Hugh Janus. Janus. So
0: just think of a <laughs> funny name, yeah. we all know. We'll the... know what we mean.
2: Is this the same Hugh Janus?
0: No, 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 it's different Hugh Janus.
2: Oh, no. I can't keep up now.
1: <laughs> just take me back to that French lesson, Betty. Who wrote the comment about the donkey? <laughs> 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 it was like Sarah, Sarah too. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> McDougal, <laughs> man, kids are dickheads, do we? Oh shit! It,
0: right.
1: it, it got to that. He was act. He was huge, huge ass. Was playing up that much that I remember in a maths lesson in like year ten. They had one of the um, you know, the teacher assistants. Mm-hmm. Remember some of the kids that had learning difficulties they would have their own personal teaching assistant. Yeah. Huge, huge ass played up that much that he had his own teaching assistant for like 4 or 5 months. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking love it. Anyway, where were we? But Zelda. The Legend of Zelda. Ocarina
2: of Time.
0: I'll oh, be there yet? Is that a
2: part of the No, thing? no. Oracle of Ages. No, on portable all, games.
0: Spirit Tracks. Remember Spirit Tracks? DS. That's no, no, not That's no, no, oh, is not that not too far. No, too, too far. far we're still
2: bad. in the not 90s, mate. We're still in mate, the 90s. Not even go-
1: We've not even got to the time split. Like, There's Ow. three parallel lines to go through. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, all right. So, Oracle
2: of Game Boy Color versions then. So, what was the gimmick on this one?
1: There was two of them. You would get a special dungeon. If you complete both, you can add them together. And the fact that they were colored on the portable Game Boy was obviously following on from the success of Link's Awakening. So that itself was the gimmick, I think.
2: How the fuck someone could have played a Game Boy in the early 90s and thought, oh, this is fun. Like, There's no way you could have seen anything. I mean, the Game Boy Advance was hard enough.
1: I remember sitting under a lamp. I got the Game Boy Advance for my birthday with WarioWare 4 uh, and Pokemon Pinball, and it was ace. But I had to literally stand underneath a light like this. Like, just mm. trying to catch the angle, just to see it. One totally of those uh, mining helmets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Looking like a whack-a-mole. <laughs> All right, the big one. Ocarina of Time gimmick. Yeah, man. Three-dimensionals. Three-dimensionals? Three-dimensionals. <laughs> 3D.
0: We should have drank in this podcast. What 3D. Yeah, man.
2: Three <laughs> <laughs> well, dude.
0: This is, the, uh, this
1: is the part of the podcast Stop. where you've got to put on them, uh, them blue and red
0: glasses. <laughs> I know, get them out Dan. there. You go. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: I remember man. walking into Cineworld World, stoned out my nut, wearing these. <laughs> and uh, I already told the story in our previous podcast, but uh, I-, I pissed so hard you, the urinal that it overfilled. Because <laughs> just as a joke. Just as it got to the brim, I, uh, it started to clean itself. And this piss just started bubbling out.
1: That is outrageous, man. That is quality. It's not the it's worst. Strong thing,
2: piss, tell you. And I'll Black tell you I mean. a story, right? It's a bit of a segue, but I didn't get a chance to tell this to Barry Scott, so I'm going to tell it to you, right? <laughs> so I, I accidentally deprived a French village of its water supply. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm working as a, I'm working in the arse of nowhere. Right? I'm working at a holiday park in France. And um, the manager, my head was all messed up. I was just out of a long relationship. And I just thought going to France would be a good idea. And it wasn't. And uh, anyway, she hates me. And she's like, well, I'm going away for 11 days. All right, you're in charge. And I couldn't remember anything that she told me. So <laughs> the outdoor pool's all filled up. She hates <laughs> oh, she, she. I would have hated me too. She just, uh, she's like, she. My problems. You, you add
0: things into the conversation, in your context, and expect us all of fucking
2: laughs. My problems weren't really anywhere near her problems, if you know what I mean. She wasn't. Yeah. Oh, I was. <laughs> oh, oh, they weren't. Sad about your ex-girlfriend. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> she never said that, but I can see it, in her, eyes. it in her eyes. So, um. Anyway, oh. so. Anyway, so uh, she goes away for eleven days. Man. Anyway
0: <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah.
2: so uh, I'm in charge for eleven days. And uh, you, can't um, growing, yeah. <laughs> you can't be growing, man. You can't be growing. So um, she uh anyway, so I go down. <gasps> every school has what's called a plant room, which is like, you know, it's got big electricity boxes yeah. in the basement and all that. And I go down and I think, like do I switch this off? Overnight, or do I keep it on? So I flip the coin, <clears throat> and I'm like, I'm gonna switch it off. <laughs> boom, 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 right, all off. The next day I wake up, there's no water in the outdoor pool. Yeah, <laughs> right. So I'm like, all right, think, Dan, think. All right, I realise there's a fire hydrant just next to the pool, so I grab this big, like, long fucking, <laughs> oh my pipe, god, right? and I plug it into the hot fire hydrant and get a monkey. Leg. Yeah, monkey rank <laughs> it right, and water just starts going, <laughs> and I'm like, Eureka! I <laughs> day, right, I'm feeling like TJ Detweiler from recess. It's you know, who else but <laughs> Detweiler, <laughs> you know, and um, well, who else but TJ? Oh, cool. Anyway, <clears> two <throat> hours later, the mayor's office calls up and he's absolutely <laughs> raging, they've got no water, and then I just left. Oh, come back to England. Mm. <laughs>
0: Oh, my bad. I
2: deprived a French village of its water supply.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, I'm,
1: okay uh, now. I'm actually gushing with fucking tears. That, that's a demands. bit of a tangent
0: there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, anyway, Zelda. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need to go get my uh, phone charger. Give me two secs. Oh, uh,
2: you know. Know. So, Ocarina of Time.
1: <laughs> Ocarina of Time was completely groundbreaking. Um, Everyone that ever played it. In our generation, you know, there's nothing like it. You just It's just an incomparable game to anything and everything. It's top tier, hard, horror. You know, you had everything in it. As Like we went on last time. As you got onto the older dungeons, coming back, obviously watching it again, playing people playing it. I'm dying for the release. One of these podcasts will end up doing, they'll fucking release these games on the Switch, and we can have a laugh with it, do a playthrough or something. But... Um, yeah, like uh, them adult dungeons, yeah, terrifying. You know the the spirit. Well, the spirit one was weird. You had that the the female villagers, the Gerudo, Yeah. And yep. then shadow shadow temple man, that was like, you know, dead things on the floor. You got to fight a boss that's an invisible pair of hands.
2: Yeah, the three DS. The three DS. The three uh, DS version kind of nerfed it a little bit. Got rid of all the blood and yeah, kind of the, the theme. Kind of cleaned it up though, a little
1: bit. That. The 3DS remake was unreal. It's just what we needed. It was so much better to play. But the original, man, it was just groundbreaking. Had its flaws, obviously.
2: One of my favorite theme tunes in that game is the Forest Temple music. I can listen to that all day. Scary. I love it, though. It's just got, you can't explain it, you know? It's just very difficult game you don't get all the keys man you're backtracking big time and then the fire yeah, dungeon man. the fire temple uh originally so here's a little bit of trivia for you benny um the original oh, i knew
1: this i know what you're saying
2: yeah the original fire temple had in the 1.0 1. 0, 1. 0 version of ocarina of time it had arabic uh theme tune playing I like
1: Channing, it. didn't and it, it, was all it sounds
2: it sounds amazing right but Obviously, the guy who developed the people who developed the game just got it off a sort of free domain thing, and obviously it goes against Nintendo's policy to have uh, religion, uh, religion, r- religious stuff in their game, so they had to get rid of it. Um, there's a common misconception that uh, the the Islam community kicked off about it, but that, that's not true. Uh, they changed it. It sounds like a different remix version of the Shadow Temple, or well, yeah, Shadow Temple. So
0: you just but, yeah, remix it so it's not like religious. It, it,
2: exactly yeah but it sounds amazing like if you ever get a chance when well, it's got a good riff to it
0: yeah see the forest temple uh, that's one of on my mixes and it's like it? Oh, man! yeah beautiful.
2: yeah i mean my favorite zelda song of all time is twilight princess boss defeated
1: which one's like, that uh, hum it for us.
2: it's just very kind of like you know harps, harps are playing and all that and it's just real kind of like it's kind of what you need after an intense boss battle there yeah.
1: was a twilight when we get on twilight princess we need to talk about the music because there were some classics twilight. in there but, oh. like, Ocarina of Time, you can't talk about that game and the music without even, you know, Gerudo Valley. Yeah. Hands mm. down. Absolute timeless.
2: And one's there. They started, they started introducing even more uh, <laughs> time. Yeah. They even started introducing more time travel sort of elements. Because on the last dungeon, as an adult, you do have to keep going. Well, even before that, uh, the Shadow Temple, you do have to be young Link and back in the well. the well. That's to it. To the, uh, the lens of truth. And there's a weird sort of paradox going on because you teach, you get, you drain the village, uh, the, the, the well with the, the song of storms.
1: But you learn the song of storms from the guy.
2: That learned it from us.
1: So, yeah. So the, the man in the windmill man teaches you the song of storms when you're a kid because he learned it from someone. But you go back as an adult and you, oh no, you, you teach him it as a kid and
2: yeah, then he, he teaches he- you
1: it as an adult from you teaching him it as a kid but yeah. you learn it from him as an adult so it's one of them just a constant triangle oh, so it's like a fulfilling your own destiny before you even it's start it's a weird
2: one it's a weird one but yeah and then you know i've never completed i've completed ocarina of time before but every time i've gone back to it i've never really got i kind of stopped after the water temple so i can i I'm very i'm not very good at remembering the uh the the, shat, the spirit temple but i understand there's a lot of time travel going on in that to being a child and stuff so do you have to go to the temple of time keep going back and forth to the temple of time to do that
1: yeah, so you've, got to do, you've got, kind of got two halves. So you go to the Gerudo Fortress as an adult, and it's all, like, run down. Because um, Ganondorf's obviously not there anymore. He's taken over. Then you have to go back as a kid. Because the bridge? The bridge wasn't built? Yeah. You go as a kid, and the bridge isn't built. So you need to get the hookshot first. So you go over the hookshot, and then you rescue some girl as a kid. Who, that Nabooru um you have to rescue her as a kid from the prison or something and then she gets brainwashed and put in an iron knuckle that you then have to go and beat as adult link oh i guess mad
2: yeah yeah but that's a really clever concept you know because it's kind of like it's like the precursor of what came next which 2 years later Majora's mask very heavy on the time travel and this is a bit I didn't mention on the last podcast so there's a novel that came out in 1988 by a man named Ken Grimwood and it's called replay a man repeats the same 25 years of his life over and over again. So the book starts off with him at 44, 43 years of age in 1988, and his wife's nagging him, and he just dies of a heart attack. And wakes up 18 years old in 1963 or something like that, in at college, and this just keeps going on throughout the whole book. And like he becomes like amazing at like putting on bets, starts his own business, starts donating like Steve Jobs and all them, so he's yeah. making loads of stock money. And then obviously that a couple of years later, Groundhog Day comes out. Howard Ramos directed it with bill murray and you know i i love that kind of storyline the the repeating is it comes from buddhism doesn't it just that repeating the same yeah. thing over and over again like it's purgatory and you know you get to majora's mask and it's got that theme you know the three-day cycle yep and I, I love it so
0: dark Rupaul can light up man it's yeah terrifying.
2: and the circumstances of the development is what made it so unique like we said last time you know they were under time constraints so you thought and there's this kind of there's this theory that uh, the moon represents She, she and Mo, Miyamoto yeah. or something like that. And like it's like they're under these time constraints that kind of push them to. Uh...
1: I think it was Iwata at that time. I think Water took over from Suturi Water. He took over from one of them. I think he was a producer on one and then he took over the director from. I think it was a link between a link to the past. But, all these, but yeah, no, you're right. It's the moon, she and Miyamoto coming down on him like, you must get this done. <laughs> <Yeah. think>. It's <laughs> awesome. Like, so cool.
2: And that's, but that, yeah. that
1: was just super dark man it was such such a good
2: but it's dark, such an, it's such an dark. easy game to get along with i know there's a bit it's a bit of a, a weird start for newcomers with the whole deku thing because no one's gonna have a clue what to do but like, yeah, see the
0: see the lunar children oh, yeah, masks. yeah 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 see if you look man. at the back of them it's a little easter egg see, if you look at the back of them it looks awfully like the the, the guy who sells the masks
2: yeah, Happy mass Salesman. So, what what's your theory on the moon then? Do you reckon what do you what is that? Do you think Majora's Majora's Mask is perpetuating that illusion, or was it just uh, wacky? Like, it's not meant to make sense. It's just one of those things.
1: I think it's him destroying the moon. The moon coming what with a weird face?
2: No, like when you go into the moon, like why is it a forest? Or why is it a, a tree uh, on yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. grassy hill? What is that all I about? Th-
1: I think that's just the the way they're trying to like death in it. You, you're on the last. The world's going to end. This is the final moments of it's any kind of, Yeah, I think it is. I think maybe that's the link between him. <laughs> the link between worlds. <laughs> it's a link of him coming out of... You know, because you've got different... This is where the timeline splits, isn't it? The end of Ocarina of Time is where the timeline splits. So you've got three outcomes from that game. And depending on what happens, um, you go down the three paths that kind of fall into next. So I th- I'm sure it's in Ocarina of Time, at the very end of the game, Princess Zelda says... Go and play the song we have beat him go back and relive your childhood your lost years yeah so that's the first timeline split and then that young link then goes off to majora's mask all right so he's off that's i don't know one of the canons. yeah so then the next one is the hero the hero timeline where at the end of the game he beats ganondorf um i say he beats ganondorf kills him and then just lives off forever and then x amount of years later is when twilight princess happens so ganondorf gets banished and that
2: remind me that we've got a juicy bit of like possible canon with that one we won't yep. say it just yet um yeah so there, there are three timelines uh links youth going off to yep. try and find navi um again we've kind of touched on those theories that people suggesting that he died and this is kind of like his last few moments of of being alive everything flashes before your eyes and is in this sort of parallel universe uh but a lot of people said no that's not the case it really is just a another part of the world it's a lot more industrial compared to ocarina of time's world uh sometimes you can look too much into it but i think it's good and again it's got that buddhist philosophy in ground talk day um he has to please every single person he's in purgatory apparently harold ramus went on record saying it was something like 35 to 40 years that he repeated the same day yeah, and he basically, by the end of that movie, he has fixed everyone's lives. He's had a positive impact on everyone, and he's done it out of selflessness. Yeah. And then finally, that's when he, and then he gains the love of um, Rita, I think her name is. And then that's it. He he begins the new day. And it's almost very similar to Legend of Zelda. He, you know, he, he touched, in a way, because I know a lot of them don't say, you can't fix everyone's life in one, one cycle. That'd be impossible. But you've had a positive impact on everyone and then you can finally get out of that time loop that purgatory yeah, that's it that's it uh, dawn of a new day there is a glitch by the way that you can do if you can go to the telescope just before it gets to zero on the clock you can then dawn of the new day and you'll be in the game no timer no assets just oh really yeah you, it's easy enough to find you go on uh, youtube and type it and it'll tell you how to do it but you've got to be on that telescope like right, with Half a like a uh, half a second, a second. Yeah, yeah. And, and then it will then re- it will then load up Dawn of a New Day. That's mad. Uh, another another glitch you can do in Majora's Mask when you're Deku Link stuck in Deku Link form. If you go to East Clocktown next to the Stockpot Inn, if you turn backwards against the guard and then pull back, you'll eventually push him out the way. Yeah, sneak and then the none of Terminus it has rendered, so no enemies are there. There's That's another
0: cool. glitch as well. I was watching Games Done Quick and this guy was... Uh, he went to the banker, sells the coins and stuff. I don't know what he'd done, I can't remember, but he'd done it and I started going through walls and I turned it off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I see you're engaged with that one. I see it tickled your fancy. No.
0: No.
2: What's so <laughs> interesting, like, it. the Nintendo 64 it was very limited in what it, it could do, but it made up for it in story. You know, yeah, you have yeah, these characters. The, the song changes, the clock Town. Uh, song changes depending on what day it is it becomes more and more frantic yeah. and some of the characters like the the guy who teaches you how to use your sword at the beginning of the game he's very kind of like oh, i'm not afraid who cares and then by the end of the third night he's carrying in his own little studio saying he doesn't want yeah, to die that's it. It it's really... good it's
1: like everyone has their own little stories and they're like you say, they're all individual like the one always stuck out for me was the alien attack on the farm yeah and it was um it was the big sister accepting what's happening and coming to terms with the fact that you know, the the daughter's gonna the the younger sister's gonna gonna die this horrible death, which is why she almost pushes her out to get abducted. You know, mm. well, hopefully you can get abducted and get murdered by these aliens, yeah. and then you're not gonna suffer the horrible fate that we're all gonna get crushed by the moon. Which is the dark one.
2: That is dark. I mean, because Nintendo doesn't want to promote sort of alcohol or anything like that. You can kind of guess that the Chateau Romani milk that costs two hundred rupees it gives you Minus. unlimited it gives you unlimited <laughs> magic power. For the rest of the game, <laughs> uh, which is amazing, but I think it's also linked to alcohol. And
0: Yo,
1: man. Uh, can you tell by the way the guy's wobbling in a chair? Yeah.
2: And I can't remember the names because I always want to call her M- Marin, but w- what are they called? Um, what are they called in Majora's Mask? The sisters, <sighs> even though they're just an adult, they... and, uh, adult and childhood. But anyway, the big sister gives her the, the Chateau Romani milk. Basically that's saying, it. getting a drunk so that they can sort of like become more docile out the fate.
1: That was it. When the that, moon comes and crushes him, that you know she's drunk and she going to know what's going on, and it's going to be fine.
2: Yeah. yeah, that that's dark. That hits deep. Yeah, uh, another it's one. A dark that, game. Another one that gets me is the um when you go to Icana Canyon. Uh, Ikana Canyon is probably one of my favorite parts of the game. My yeah. favorite part of the game. I'm not a big fan of the Zora part. I love being the Zora, but I don't like the the Swimming. temples. All right, but I just don't really like the. Uh, uh, the level layout and the, the sort of melodrama, getting all the eggs. So iconic canyons yeah. my favourite, you know. Yeah, um, agreed. You you have plus that, the and the in
1: a, in a Zora place. You know, the boss is called Georg or George. That's just stupid. George, fucking George. <laughs> <laughs> George, George the Fishman.
2: Yeah, iconic canyons just on a whole other level when it comes to storytelling because that really is the yeah. pinnacle of the grief that is apparent throughout the whole theme of the story. You know, it, like like uh, Tattle describes it or Tail says, you know, the dead walk. Yeah, uh, well, wasn't
1: the, it? The guy was, you um, were was murdered, wasn't he? So you got these, like, the ninja people. I can't remember exactly what they're called.
2: Garros. Yeah, it's definitely the Garros. In order to get a foot, uh, to start off this kind of um, Akana Canyon thing, you have to go into the, the music box house. And when you go in there, you see that the, ma- the scientist has become half-gibdo. Oh, yeah, gib- yeah. And that's, you have to play well, the Song of Healing dark. to get the mag. Yeah, that was dark. And the girl, who's only like a young girl, is having to, you know, if you try to attack, attack this guy, the girl will come running in. And yeah, like, like, Get out.
1: please don't kill my dad like you know it's not his fault
2: yeah whereas if you play the song of Healing, uh he will be cured of the curse and... yeah
1: but i think he's cured for the curse but he's if you talk to him after he like he realizes all the guilt he's got a load of guilt isn't he that he he remembers everything that he did
0: while he was cursed mm. as a as a zombie or a and mummy that, yeah, yeah. yeah and that's
2: frightening a, a young girl having to take on an adult's responsibility which yeah. is so how all
0: term, term in is? Then. All, all the people that are like all the dead bodies and like the creepy fucking skeletons and shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, is that all? Like the characters. Terminal is
2: the game? The, is basically the high of the um, of of the Majora's Mask. It's the yeah. main world, and Termina is I think I it, believe it's Portuguese for end. Like, yeah. d- Terminator yeah. is the French word for for the to end the end. Well, you
1: got terminal, yeah. You? you know, so it, terminal, it all kind terminal. Of... Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: And yeah, you get this mask, and then like once you make your way through the Gibdo bit giving them all the items that they want, which can be a bit of a pain in the hole. But once you get that out of the way, you're then in a kind of castle. And then you have to take on the, the king and its and it's two servants. And it's just, I love that kind of story. Like, why are they still there? What, what Why did they lose the war? How did they lose the war? Yeah. Captain man, Keita. Captain Keita. that's his name. That's him. That's the one.
1: It's, uh, yeah, But you know, we, we spoke about it before, but, you know, I think in all of our opinions, Majora Mask is just the absolute cream of the crop if that had like a hd remake then um yeah. right for people like guys oh, is this a console seller in it you know you would yeah. buy a switch and a heartbeat and replay it yeah
2: so, it, was, it was seen as a disappointment at the time because ocarina of time had sold 8 million units whereas Majora's mask had only sold something like points. do you
0: know what it is it's the 4. start i think the start is like yeah it either picks you off or it does you right in especially yeah. when you dive down the hole and turn into an acorn do you know what i mean
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it is you're right it's um it's not, it's not a friendly, holdy-handy game.
0: Yeah, um, exactly.
1: But that's kind of what, I don't know.
0: It's right at the start of Ocarina's Time, you're on the horse and you're like, yes, man. That's yeah. fucking Link.
2: It, but it's <laughs> getting the recognition it deserves now. 21 years later, it's getting the recognition it deserves.
0: Yeah, that's
1: it. So that's all and true. it is deserved. 100% deserved. All right.
2: So we're getting towards the end of the N64's life. Um, yep. And then there's an E3 reveal. I mean, in 2000, there was a reveal because obviously the the whole GameCube engine was up in the air. But yep. I, I think it was the most powerful of the consoles, maybe a little bit behind the Xbox, but it was way more powerful than the PlayStation 2. Yeah. Um, the Demo was being showed off and people were like, no way. This is going to be amazing. And then it gets revealed cell-shaped. People are disappointed. Cartoon Link, as they call it, or Toon Link. In Me- Toon in Link. Super <laughs> Smash Bros. Yeah. Yeah, man. And but then it grew on people. Grew, even I was a bit like what? But when I played the game I realised that cell shade and style made it more dynamic, his emotions, the fighting yeah. style. You know, it, I'm, I'm I don't think you would have got a Twilight Princess style game in two thousand three.
1: No. I um I remember I got it and I was playing for it. And the one for me, it was the music at the start. Um, with the story. You know, and the story's there about the world's been flooded and blah blah blah, and Ganondorf's been sealed and all this and that and and then it was a bit like yeah, you know, you, you're doing the start. You're doing like your little quest at the start. You're on this island, outset island, and your sister gets kidnapped. And then the stakes are there, aren't they? So you, mm. your sister's kidnapped, and then you're on you're on a pirate ship, and you're off away. Yeah. And then you the have to fight, fight a giant bird, and it's just like I don't know. For me, I love I love the art style, and I'll never forget the eyes. He stood there, when you don't move, and he's, like, looking around, and he's, like, potting about, and his eyes are just all over the place looking at stuff. I only like, found out
2: the other day that his eyes will look in a dungeon, his eyes will point in the direction of where you need to go.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Like, but that, I don't know, it's just so mad. And then you've got your silly instrument with your waggly hands. But then, I remember the boats were a bit frustrating sometimes, but it was still really cool that you could just zip about to all these different islands. And there's stuff in every square of the map you can go and see, and...
2: Yeah, there never, some been wicked, before. never been wicked done. Never been done. Puzzle quests. A map right. that big. It's crazy. It was talking about Wind
0: Waker or Twilight. Wind Waker.
2: Wind Waker. We ain't got to Twilight yet, yeah, that, that comes out. That's two thousand six. Right. This, this is three, baby. 03 was a good year for <laughs> GameCoe. Two thousand three was a good year for the GameCube because I got it that Christmas, two thousand two, and then obviously Metroid Prime, well, Wind Waker.
1: Up until that, the GameCube was an absolute mess, wasn't it? Because when it launched it just had no games. Didn't even have yeah. sunshine.
2: It yeah, had Luigi's expansion. mansion.
1: Like and it wasn't. They had you had the big Capcom, didn't you? You Was it the Capcom Five or the Capcom Six? They called it. And but out of that, out of that, you can't complain because we did get Resident Evil Four, which was one of the best games of all time. Yeah, we're going to talk about
2: Resident Evil. Don't you worry about that. I played played Resident Evil Three, the port on that, and I enjoyed it. Enjoyed very much.
1: Yeah, but the, the GameCube from the start was just a major flop. It wasn't until your big guns come, your Mario's, your Zelda, Mario Kart, Metroid Prime. Wow, with this world? And Resi Resi was GameCube exclusive for like a year, wasn't it? I think it was more longer than that. I think it was like a three-year exclusive, and that's when they had that Capcom Big Six, and then it, everything just started again. Now you can have Resident Evil Four on like you, you yeah, Samsung, no, Xbox like, One.
0: <laughs> I think mean, I bought that.
1: I bought that on the GameCube. I had it on the PS2. I got it on the Wii. The Wii was the best version, and then really? I bought it on the yeah, honestly, because you could do the point. that nah, it was it was so good, and then uh.
0: Of oh, course, I have on Xbox. It's on everything. It's like Skyrim. on the PS4.
1: I'll have it on the PS5. It's on a Tamagotchi. Like I say, on your Samsung fridge. Get it with yeah. your, your smart <laughs> fridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Wind Waker was cool. It was just rad. Um,
2: it was Very cool. Immersive. You could
1: unlock one year new game plus and you can play in the pajamas.
0: That was oh. ace. So, See, um, th- I think it's my favorite yeah, uh, art that. style as well.
2: Yeah. And uh, there was some interesting cut content from that. There was meant to be a third dungeon.
0: Yeah, uh, and that's,
1: they put the fish in, didn't they? And he just gives you the last pearl. And they had quite a few cut things, didn't they?
2: Yeah, there was meant to be a few more things. I can't remember on the top of my head what they were, but yeah, it was cut content. But, you know, time constraints, they had to get those games out. And it yeah. was a big game. It was a massive game. Yeah, it was. So, yeah, it was
1: cool seeing Ganondorf in a different style and going back yeah. in underwater to see the original Hyrule Hyrule yeah. Castle.
2: And he was a lot more there. fleshed out. Ganondorf was a lot more fleshed out as a villain in this one. Uh, yeah, I, think, it, I think he's the most favourite. He wasn't just evil
1: bad guy, you know, evil bad man wants Generic to go and do this guy, yeah. and that. Like but he's like, you know, you've got spunk kid.
2: <laughs> yeah. Fuck
1: off Army Fortress and come back when you're a bit better. See ya.
2: I'll tell you a funny story about uh, Wind Waker. So there when it comes to speedrunning, there's this one hack that was like the the most wanted speed run hack in the game, which was getting through the barrier in um under underwater, the underwater part. And yeah. so, no, eventually, someone figured it out, but it was this Portuguese kid. And you just see him doing it. This video is on YouTube, and he goes and he goes, oh, I did it. I, did it. I did it. Amazing. And they just shaved off an hour off of the world record. Mad, isn't of it? That. I God. think
1: that's still one of the more competitive um, Zelda speedruns, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that so cool. Ocarina of Time's dead. Jaw's Mask is kind of, you know, they found a new thing. But it gets ridiculous because, like, you have to pause at this time and then one frame and then, you, then they, they go into the game's mechanics to try and figure yeah. out exactly what the code is at that point. It's like, come on. Nah, Just play the right game, is. man. I mean, I am not. I used to watch uh, awesome games done quickly, but like, I find it quite cringy to watch now because like, you've got the whole couch and they're all skinny and malnourished and just yeah. sat there and it's like, hi, I'm Dark Eye. <laughs> hi, I'm Sub-Zero. And it's like, just use, use the names your parents gave you, you twat. <laughs> Hi. If I was there, I'd be like,
0: Hi, Hi I'm Dad. Simon, and I'm playing
2: Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Simon's friend, and I'm the
1: guy that's going to talk on the couch today. That's it. This is what I, what I get. It.
0: He turns yeah. around, and he looks like a Viking. He's like, I'd really appreciate it if you'd be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> then it's silence for like a minute. And then the lady's still reading the donations out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> we're
1: going to have a couple of minutes now if you want to read donations. Uh,
2: I <laughs> love it. When, uh, <laughs> when you, they read out a message, and be like, uh, $50... Um, and if the you crowd's like, say, <laughs> like fifty dollars if you can say blah uh, blah 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 blah, and then there's a silence, and it's like, okay, then next one. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my favourite speed runs is um, Phantom Menace uh, on the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's it, not so much the game itself, just how funny the guys are because they're not your typical nerds, like just but they're yeah, grown yeah. men. And um, <laughs> there's one bit where you play as uh, what's Padme's assistant called? The guy.
1: Oh, oh yeah. the
2: guy ends up with an eye patch at one point.
0: Yeah, he the, the um. Color, the... oh, what's his name? Begins with, begins with a P.
2: Begins with oh, a P. Sorry, yeah,
0: not Cap- about... Captain Panaka.
2: Panaka. Ah, Aster. Panaka. Yeah. Right, so there's one bit where they're doing Panaka, and um, because of the glitch that they do, and you've got a chaperone, um, Queen Amidala, and she just keeps saying more hover cannons will be coming. They'll be coming <laughs> back soon. And so it just a bit goes in the Palace. Down. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> this is uh, this is in Coruscant. This is just after you've done Qui Gon Oh, and uh yeah. and she just keeps going and goes and soon enough she will stop and then she just goes more hover cannons will be coming he goes i'm joking she never stops right <laughs> yeah, on the couch next and just fucking bursts out laughing like you just can't stop laughing he hits the giggles and then he goes i wonder what the situation is on the hover cannons <laughs> they'll be coming soon <laughs> it just goes on for like ages and then they do it the, oh it's, i just recommend you watch it you know just type in i'll have a look at that yeah it's worth watching like because they're not nerds they're really good um there's a there's a, there's a there's a few gems on there. Another good Grumman,
0: one. Roman, Steve, and Andy here to play final minutes. <laughs> <yeah. Menace. laughs>
2: you know the ones that know. Who, you know the, the older ones. You know the older guys. Another good one is uh, GoldenEye done with two controllers. You've got R. white white goose. He's a funny guy. Yeah. He's a he's a GoldenEye speedrun veteran, and him and his mate because there was an there was an incomplete control setting. There was meant to be co-op on GoldenEye. It's 2.2 galore. It's called um so you can use the two controllers one does the aiming one does the uh really? moving and they do it between themselves and they do it in 22 minutes or 21 minutes, and it's awesome yeah. to watch it's awesome to watch That's cool. so I, re- I recommend that golden eye speed one. And, and one the other hands doing one's aiming one's moving
0: no but like they've got to, they've got to have a spare hand didn't they
2: um no cuz they've got a controller each
0: oh so like both hands are on the pad <laughs> it's like that so, so right yeah. sorry
2: so one guy is using is doing the aiming the others doing the moving Ah, oh, but you, their own you separate can, controllers. You can, you can play goldeneye with two controllers that, that, that That's is a mad. way to do that um so it's the, kind of like your first version of Dual analog um and then one last good um agdq what it's called is the guy doing mario 16 star Speedrun with one hand that sounds cool yeah i recommend that so they're the three good ones
1: there is one have you seen the blind guy that plays ocarina of time and he's saying about, uh, so there's a blind guy completes soccer in a time in like a speedrun category, like the fastest blind person to complete it, right? Like a blind speedrun, yeah. But he says that the sound design in that game is so good that the guy who's blind and he's never seen it before can literally sit there with headphones on, and by the way he hits the wall and the footsteps make the noise, he can know exactly where he is in this map and knows I need to shimmy this way, three bounces and four, and he can get in the door and like win the game. Google that one, blind guy, Ocarina of time.
2: Okay, so there we go. There. Oh yeah, and one last—I forgot one last one. It's uh, someone doing Star Fox sixty-four, but instead of doing a speed run, he's doing a score run, and he has this trick where, like, he can get double points based on something, and it's just so interesting to watch. He's not the most charismatic guy, but it's just interesting watching him get get like sixteen hundred points on Star Fox. I tried Very doing sad. it. I tried doing it on my own. I got the Nintendo one and tried doing it. I was like, "There's no, there's no fucking way." No. There's no fucking way. Anyway, nope. so 2006, Twilight Princess. So, so We've got to talk about.
1: This game was the most hyped I've ever been for any video game in my life apart from Smash Brothers. And it was because the Wii came out, and I think it came out on the 13th of December 2006. I think that was the release. Uh, and I got it for Christmas. Yeah, so I was. Just, I'll never forget, like. Just being hyped for this game. Every magazine. Every interview. Every E3 video. Uh, they showed off the um, the Sand Temple. I can't remember what it was called. No. We are the Harb- Arbiter's Grounds. So they showed that off. Um, and, like clips of it. In this magazine coverage. And on this like E3 demo. And it, I was just like sold man. It was so cool. And then. You know having it. And playing through that story. You've got the slow burn at the start. But it's like doable. And then. Like total immersion you're in there and then you're stuck and then you're a wolf and then you're like you're breaking zelda out from the prison already and then you're working out missions and i don't know it was just so cool with and midna was just the best sidekick you were ever going to have
2: agreed and Nintendo her theme was incredible yeah
1: her theme uh, was unreal and i don't know it was just so good dark it was a dark dark yeah. game but it was just cool like the stories in of it like all the little side stories you know people are dying like everyone's dead. You have got this the twilight comes over, takes over, and you've got all the spirit orb people that you can't see. Um You know, it's just mad. It was just such a cool, cool game. Like and the 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 temples were like they were different and they were exciting. You know, you had your standard water temple, your forest temple and your fire temple. But even the the fire temple didn't feel that temply. And the boss battle was cool. Uh the water temple was a standard water temple, but we, you know, we didn't get the bow in the forest temple, which was a nice change. We've got the boomerang. Um, it was cool. There was just so much to it. it you took a long time playing like a good couple of hours. You only know, first playthrough, before you even get near a temple.
2: Yeah. I, 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 I love the, uh, the Zora outfit. I thought that was great. And the, and yeah. the high, highly a lake is a beautiful song. And I love the, uh, the the quirky theme tune, and I don't know the name of the temple, but you're up in the sky.
1: Oh, got, with the Uku's. Yeah,
2: and you've got the double claw claustro- shoot. I mean, what such great world building, you know?
1: I know that theme. It's just popped in my head again. The bust of a year. Yeah. That...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be careful for
2: copyright reasons.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 comes, um, uh... I've got
2: to do the Undateables version. Daniel Wakeford. <laughs>
1: He's such a legend.
2: <laughs> I bought a CD for my mum's boyfriend one Christmas, and we listened Did to you? it on the way to my my, my sister's house. He goes, "I live in United Kingdom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I come from real Brighton." <laughs> what was that? the Brighton song? It's wicked.
2: Oh, it's a legend. Yeah, yeah so that, yeah, sorry. On.
1: that song. So like, but it's the there's like a motif in it. The do 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 do, which is the like the best bit from the Midness theme.
2: because mm. You're the
1: do 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 do. Dun, 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 dun,
2: dun, dun. what was another good thing as well is how the ai within the game the npcs would respond differently depending on wolf link or yeah, yeah. regular link and i think that wasn't really a thing at that point that was quite revolutionary
1: right. it's like oh hi guy oh wolf mm. <laughs> get away man you know For the animals built... you can talk to the animals can you
2: yeah and you built upon they built upon ocarina of time and just made it so much more alive because if you look at ocarina of time now it's so sparse and empty yeah and you know but you look at Twilight Princess. I know it's his own game, but the world is similar. It's a hundred years later. A hundred years later, yeah. We
1: we had a real good tie-in, didn't we, with the Ocarina of Time? Um, Yep, say it. With the hero, Shade? Yep. Yeah, teaching you um, all the special moves. And that was the original hero of time. Um, But that was the one, I'm sure it was the one that won everything, got everything done, and then had to go back. Is it the one that went back? It's the one after Majora's Mask, isn't it?
2: No, no. So Majora's Mask link, I think, kind of what disappeared because that's how Wind Waker happened. This one was Adult Link. In the I future. thought
1: Wind Waker was after
2: Majora's Mask.
1: No, I thought it was um...
2: Twilight Princess as a sequel to Ocarina of Time.
1: No, it's no, it's um because they wrote they'd done a book. They released a book called Hyrule Historia, and they finally tackled the timeline and I only know cuz I've got the the page up right now and I'm looking at it cuz mm-hmm. I'm a gimp but so you've got your three timelines yeah uh so we've done this like obviously non chronologically
2: based on release based on release
1: Majora's Mask is the hero is successful yeah so in Ocarina of time if the hero beats Ganondorf yeah they go that's cool and Zelda says, "Go back in time. Um, you, you keep all your memories. Go back in time and go and live your childhood, and then come back when's needed." Yeah. So we went off. You done the Majora's Mask. Yeah. Ganondorf's executed because he's already gone to Zelda. So this is what happens in that timeline, right? So you go and beat you beat Ganondorf, and then you tell Zelda, and you go back in time. Yeah. So you, you go semester. back in time. Gets when you tell them. Zelda, Ganondorf gets arrested and he's executed, right? So then you have your Majora's Mask, but it's the same link with the same memories. So, Twilight Princess, the hero Shade, says he was a, a, a hero long forgotten in time because he went and saved the whole of Hyrule, but none of them knew it. So he went off as like a lone wolf, a little bit grumpy, annoyed. He's the Shade of a hero because no one knew what he did. Mm. And that's why he's teaching you the songs and the, the, the moves which is 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 a dark one isn't it because that's the yeah he goes back reality, to being uh, a,
2: a regular High rule warrior doesn't
1: he he just goes that's it he just becomes like a normal soldier and no one knows of anything that actually happened which is crazy
2: got ya, got ya. so that's so, that timeline got it it's so confusing I, i'm getting some sense of it you know i mean what i do like is the, the little details like if you um in awkward time if you jump from platform to platform you'll just jump but in Majora's Mask, if you start jumping, you'll start doing like aerial flips and front flips yeah, and showing the experience of an adult in a young person. Exactly. Body.
1: That's it. So I think even then they had an idea of what they wanted to do with the timeline. Because they had so many soft reboots, didn't they? But um
2: You get away with it at video games though.
1: Yeah, and, and to be fair, looking at the actual timeline now, it makes it makes a lot of sense. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, Twilight Princess, the hero shade teaches you what ocarina of time link knew but it had to go back and being a child because ganondorf was arrested and executed before anything even happened
2: mm. okay so that's we move crazy. on to the next install well we got the uh, portable installments again so four four swords um and then we yep. got th- that, the gimmick of that being that you could connect your game boy advance to it and four people four people but that's a lot of peripherals you know i mean what kid can afford that you'd be lucky to have an extra controller
1: yeah, let alone the um but the cable itself was stupidly expensive. Yeah, I remember
2: impossible yeah, yeah, yeah. to get as well.
1: You could get them in Poundland in like the mid two thousands. So when no one had a Game Boy Advance and no one had a GameCube, you could then get the cables in Poundland. So that was the one when you wanted to go play it. Which is...
2: I had a bit I had a bit of beef with like shops like Home Bargains and Poundland back then because for some reason I uh, I don't know why I'd, I'll probably get this I'll probably cut this story out but I'm gonna tell it anyway. So uh, I drank a can of Relentless uh, when I was like thirteen years old. I was roller skating back then and then I was in the bath and I just kept farting I was like, boop, 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 and I was like uh, uh, and I started looking at it, it's like it's brown the farts were brown and the next oh, thing no. you know I'm just sat over the toilet just squirting out fucking rusty water <laughs> and uh, I kind of boycotted home bargains after that for a couple of couple of years
1: uh, because of a shitty experience right?
2: just because like you, know, you, you, you should be able to fart in a bath and have no follow through you know but relentless had <laughs> just done something it was relentless you know just, are you, are you
0: sure it was relentless though it does
2: exactly what it says on the tin uh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: no, nah, I feel you. I i just i, I just stopped drinking energy drinks, man. I went too mad. On I, <clears throat> I don't like mind a heart attack.
2: Like, oh, <laughs> fucking so hell. Oh, yeah, well, I know you've got a weak heart anyway, so I don't want to. You know, I don't need <laughs> any...
0: <laughs> See, on the last <laughs> podcast, right, I only noticed this when I watched it back. The when you begin the heart surgery story, Dan fucking bursts out laughing.
2: <laughs> and I don't mean to. I don't mean to. I was just laughing because I knew I was thinking about the sick kids that give you that name. It was like, oh, heart, heart surgery, you know, kill me.
1: <laughs> yeah, mate, what are you laughing at my surgery for, I don't, <laughs> I don't pick that, man. That's the way I was born, man. Don't Ked get it. the surgery, shame me. Keddie
2: died. All right, my bad. All right. Anyway, transition right, to the mate. next scene on the edit. So we got. Um, I'm, I'm not telling the relentless shit story. So <laughs> 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 that's just for the boys. Anyway, so 2007, we've got the sequel to Wind Waker. Uh, what's it called again? Not Spirit Tracks.
1: Jeff. Uh, yeah. Pardon? Sorry, my, my phone literally just had a little glitch there. Sorry. We were good.
2: Uh, uh, Spirit, not Spirit Tracks. That was the next one.
1: Phantom Hourglass. Phantom That's Hourglass. Right. So, Phantom
2: Hourglass. Talk us through that game then, because obviously it'd be hard for the DS to render an open ocean the way the game keeps well, it.
1: It couldn't render an open ocean, but because it's a DS game, it's got two screens, which is pretty radical. So, Phantom Hourglass, you know, it has its flaws. No one really cares for that dungeon in between in the sand place where you've got to move in amongst oof, all the oof. the walky people. But, boss battles across two screens was pretty ace. Don't know if you remember any of them, but there was like, one of them was like an octopus. You had to pull its arm down and punch yourself in the face, I think. A bit like on Mario Sunshine. But like across the screens, it was sick. So you'd be fighting at the bottom, and then you go at top. You'd use the stylus to move yourself. You were semi-top-down again. And then you'd, you'd move your boat. You'd have a boat, and you'd have a cannon on it, which was ace. I quite like that one. It wasn't yeah, as good as Spirit that. Tracks, but it was pretty cool. Well,
2: Spirit Tracks came three years later. Same game engine, but this time it takes takes place 100 years later. Because the whole point of the Zelda DS sequels is that you go beyond the oceans to find... Uh, land. That's what the King of Hyrule says. He says you need yeah, to find yeah. the lost, the lost... You see...
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: And obviously um I am guessing in Phantom Hourglass you find this place, right? Because Tetra gets kidnapped. Just, right? uh,
1: yeah Tetra gets kidnapped. Yeah, you're right yeah Tetra's kidnapped and then at the very end you you find the land, that's it. You come across the land um, start your own kingdom. Start your own kingdom. And then you become an engineer.
2: So a hundred years <laughs> later your great 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 grandson who is also called Link that's um, pretty fine. Is running the train, and you you basically spend the game. the The, the main me- mechanic is going around on the the tracks between between places. How do you yeah. rate that game? then? so is this this is a lot better than a much better sequel. Oh
0: yeah, yeah I, I I actually awesome. played it as well. I never like I played like maybe like three four hours of it, but it was it was awesome. Yeah, it
1: was cool. You start off and like your Zelda of this timeline dies instantly and possesses a a iron knuckle. So you're walking around with an iron knuckle you just cutting about chopping up and then you've got your train which is cool because you, you genuinely like there's some like i think the the bad guy is the spirit train is not it yeah <laughs> and there's like a, a tiny little irish leprechaun guy called chancellor cole <laughs> like but it's cool because like i think they're different the villains in phantom hourglass i can't remember his name De- it wasn't demise that was the other one mm. that's some weird name but uh, maladus 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 was on the spirit tracks but they It was cool. It was a cool little story. Like demony, weather, pretty rock and roll. It was very weird. It was kind of reminiscent of like the weird time that Link's Awakening had. But they would just go with these weird ideas. You know, yeah. Zelda on a train, cutting around, and then you build up this giant tower or something, and then you. I think the tracks, the spirit tracks, are like the tracks that are holding down this giant train demon. And then when the tracks are broken, then the train demon emerges, and then he cuts about on the train tracks. It's just fun, isn't it? School shit, isn't it? Yeah, man.
2: So, does it, what what are the difference? I mean, it's still on the DS platform, so uh, it still makes use of the sort of the dual screen in order to use a lot. Like you can draw things like like a bridge or whatever it yeah. is. So, what what new items are introduced into this second sequel?
1: Oh, I can't even remember now. Uh, it's been so long since I played it. I know you used uh, the,
0: the touch screen to control the train and where it goes and stuff like
1: that. Yeah. So one of the yeah, one of the cool things that you obviously you've got um you stand like of bombs and your boomerangs were cool because you could throw your boomerang but you would draw where it was going to. Um I think you had the sand wand come back. Uh you hadn't had the spand wand spand? sand wand in a while. Um so that come back, which is cool. Uh and then you had like the spirit flute was the silly instrument of that game. Which is rad, but yeah, there was like a lot of touch screeny things. So a lot of the puzzles were all hit all these four lights at one time, and you know something magical will happen, etc.
0: Spirit tracks less so though. Phantom Algar, Phantom of my took the cake with the touch screen in it. Yeah, everything
1: yeah, kind was of touch screen.
0: screen. Yeah, weird and stuff. they had like
1: these weird little train gods things, weren't they? They were called like the locomotives. They yeah. were like they had like little semi-clouds, a little like trains that they all floated around on. They were a bit odd. Yeah, that was a cool one.
2: All right, 2011. I I forgot the name now. It was the first official um, Zelda game for the Wii. I know you had Twilight Princess, but that was a a mirrored port of the GameCube version. Skyward Sword.
1: Yeah, it's on its 10th year anniversary. They're re-releasing it for the Switch. Um, I was super hyped for this because I was working in-game at the time. I actually got to buy it early uh which was ace so i had it on like the monday and it was released officially on the friday and i didn't rate it i was no. a bit disappointed yeah it was too much of the waggly controls it didn't really work you spent too much time the story was just missing the um it's it's a shame because there was like i don't know there was like a non-cohesive story you're like in the sky and then you come and land on the floor it was the it was the first in the timeline so it,
2: it introduces like demise. The curse to Ganon.
1: That's it, and that's where your curse comes from. So that's why you've always got your your hero of time, um your princess elder, and your your Ganondorf, and they're always f- trying to get the Triforce, and they're, they're just stuck in this loop because of the demise curse. And it's a shame that that demise boss fight didn't have, in my opinion, something a bit better before it, because you know, Gerahim was cool him was a cool villain when it ends up he was the sword. Spoilers for a ten-year-old game. But, um, I, ain't,
2: I ain't playing it, so don't worry. It's,
1: uh. I'm going to buy it on the Switch because, you know, it's a Zelda game to play on the Switch. But My controls might be better. Whatever, they've changed, so you can use the waggly Joy-Cons or you can actually play it in handheld mode. And I think what they've done is on that stick where you normally use your right stick as a camera, if you lock onto an enemy... They've got it so if you flick up, your sword will be like an upward strike, or if you flick to the left, whatever way you flick, you stick. So they're turning your sword into the stick control, which will be sounds quite interesting. Because a lot of that game is like, got to cut, through, like there'll be a plant, yeah? So if your plant's face opens that way, you've got to slice it down. But if it opens that way, you've got to slice it across. Okay. Um, so they've changed it. So a lot of the controls are all going to be done on this stick. So that'll be quite interesting to see how that actually works.
2: Is it getting the HD uh, uplift?
1: Yeah, it's getting like you know upscaled and stuff, but I d- I didn't like the art style of that game anyway. It couldn't mm. make its mind up if it wanted to be, you know, a semi serious looking game or then cartoony.
2: Mm.
1: It it just it looked a bit watercolor, wishy-washy for me. And yeah. there's not too much memorable stuff about it. I know there was like a cool boss fight on a on a ghost ship or a pirate ship or something, and it looked like um you know Mike Wazowski's girlfriend from Monsters Inc. It was like it was like if that was a. Uh, like a a giant angry boss but it just looks so stupid
2: and there was a bit of a dry spell after that i mean you started getting re-releases on the wii u you had twilight princess you had wind waker hd that's Uh, why
1: we need them two games re-released on the switch like there's no work for them there's the only like two games left that's not been ported to the switch um and it's the 35th anniversary of zelda and it just needs to happen and i'm sure that once the mario stuff dies down in like three weeks time that we'll get something yeah yeah man it's just we need them games where people will play them
2: yeah you had the 3d 3ds re-releases of ocarina of time and majora's mask um what else was released
1: uh uh we actually i think we skipped over one i'm not sure where it fits in on the timeline it might be it was after skyward sword and it was the it was a sequel to a link between world a link to the past it was called a link between worlds and that was one of the best zelda games i've ever played in the top down,
2: like yeah. taking
1: a link to the past and, you know, one of the greatest Zelda games of all time and making a successor that was worthy, was good enough. It was awesome. I think that was the first time I've like fully got a brand new Zelda and gone like, right, this first playthrough, I'm going to hundred percent it. Cause I'm having so much fun with it. And it was just, it was crazy. And it, it made use of the 3d. It wasn't obnoxious. Um, the bosses were cool. The temples were cool. There was a cool little story. It was like, you're in an alternate version of Hyrule called Low Rule.
2: Yeah, I remember this. You can go 2D in the walls, can't you?
1: That was it, and you can run across. And the story was actually pretty good. So that it was... What what console was this? This was the 3DS. Cool. So I think your, your Low Rule counterpart was called Princess Hilda. Um. And they had a little plan where they were they were stealing the Triforce because their low low rule version of the Triforce was destroyed, which is why it was all dark and demonic and shit. So they would they stole the one from High Rule, not Low Rule, and then it backfired when that Yuga turned into Yuga Ganondorf thing. Yuga, it was weird, but it was cool. It was a really good game. There's a like cool on 3ds it. kicking about playing. Yeah.
2: I will eventually, I promise. I barely barely make time for my own Xbox, but you know, I'm do. I'm just not a gamer, dude. You know, I just like to do it for the for the yeah. for the social side of it. But anyway, so we get uh, Hyrule Warriors coming out next. Hyrule Warriors, or, or was it best
1: yeah, of, best main of the game? While? No, Hyrule Warriors was first. Was it? Yeah, Hyrule, <laughs> Hyrule Warriors was on the on the Wii U, which was one of the early titles on that. Um, and then they ported it to the 3DS. Um, but the best version is on the switch and 3ds which had all the dlc and everything combined and that game was absolutely insane um i think if you want to 100 percent it you it's going to take you like 800 900 hours just to get everything done it's so, unreal is it, is it the all same characters stu- in
2: is it the same structure as command and conquer
1: no it's um you know uh uh, what are they called the warriors games um samurai warriors dynasty or... warriors dynasty warriors it's basically dynasty warriors with the zelda skin with this little original story which is mental and it is ace but you go through the different timelines and you've got all sorts of stuff it's, it's a non-canon um okay. game and it was a bit of a spin-off but um yeah i loved it but it's a hack and slash running around as characters i love those dynasty warriors and... games yeah. though, and it's sick. Imagine that, yeah, that you is... can play as a uh, Marin from Link's Awakening, and your special moves is just a giant windfish coming smacking everyone about. Him. Oh, sick. And they put in a female Link in it, called it Linkle. Uh, <laughs> and she, Linkle. And she used, Linkle, she used um, crossbows. Because remember, there was the game Link's Crossbow Training on the Wii? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah all right, so they, her special weapon, one of them looks like two Wii remotes. Like, <laughs> <for some> guns, <laughs> it's crazy. But, yeah, that game's cool. If you've got. Go and have a little look on YouTube. Uh, well, it must have Iron done Warriors. well because
2: they've got a second one coming up, but we'll get to that one in a second because now we've got Breath of the Wild.
1: Absolutely outstanding. Like, I can't get over that game. I still restart it now all the time. When I first played through it, I had so much fun that I didn't even want to beat Ganon the first time. Like, I just played and played and played the game. There's so much to do. There's stuff to explore. I've never 100%ed it. You've got 120 shrines. Um, you, it's crazy, right? So you've got a Zelda in the conventional sense, yeah? But um, you've got four main items as runes. So you've got magnesis, so you can move boxes. You've got bombs. You can stop time on stuff for a bit. Uh, and what's the last one? Ice. You've got cryonis, so you can like make ice pillars or you can freeze certain things, yeah? And that's it. That's the tools you get every weapon in the game can break so if you use it the durability runs out even the master sword the master sword can run out of charge um and once it runs out of charge you need to either go back to the 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 dock put it back in in the dock (laughs) just dock (laughs) your master sword for a bit put it in the the podium and um recharge it um but yeah it's, it's mad like
2: how big is this world
1: you can walk from one end to the other and it would take you, like, in real life, probably an hour or so. Take the map from Skyrim. um, And then... Yeah. it Then some. But everything on that is movable, so you can skip... Yeah, so take that map, yeah, and times it by about 10. Yeah. Every surface on it, you can climb. Um, Every tree, you can chop down... Every boulder can be moved. the the main thing about it was the physics engine. They built this amazing system where you can do anything. So, like, one of my other favorite games of all time is Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah. So you can play that game.
2: Controversial.
1: Controversial opinions. Love it. Absolutely love it. You can you can tackle their missions, yeah, in any which way you want. Like And some of the fun of that is going, right, this time I'm going to go guns blazing. I've got my helicopter with a final countdown blaring. I'm just going to land there on top of the enemies and just gun the fuck out of everyone. Just rocket people, just kill everyone, go in and save the guy. Or I can go in and sneak around and trank everyone and yeet them off in a balloon and kidnap them, basically, and then save my guy. And that, you know, Breath of the Wild, you've got bokoblins at the bottom. Um, and there's like a, a load of bombs, yeah? And then you're kind of perched up on this hill and, you know, I've got one arrow, but there's a boulder next to me. So I could shoot the arrow, but it's not going to do anything on the red barrel because my arrow is not on fire. So that was my first mistake. So you shoot the barrel and then nothing happens. Then they realize that, oh, there's someone over there. They run over to you and they hit you once and you die. Um, So that happens a lot in this game. You die a lot, like all the time. Um, You don't find hearts in the grass. back to this boulder, right, so you push this boulder down the hill, and the boulder gets momentum, crashes into this bomb, explodes the bomb, blows everyone up, that's cool. Um, And it's that kind of thinking, like, you can do all sorts of stuff. Um, Yeah, you don't get hearts in the grass, you have to find food items, you collect stuff, you make recipes, you put it in a pot, you have all your healing items in your inventory, every weapon, you can get really, you'll love a weapon, yeah? And, like, you'll be carrying like 20 different swords on you. And you're like, right, well, I want to save this just in case someone comes. Or I want to save this for a particular fight. Um, And that's mad. And then you're like, right, well, let's do this. One of my favorite things to do when starting a new safe is get off your starting island, get your four runes, and then go straight to Hyrule Castle. Like, and get as close to Ganon as you can. um, And try and get as many of the good weapons as you can. Just to give yourself a bit of a fighting chance. But even though you get all these good weapons, it doesn't really matter. Because... You know they're only going to last X amount of hits on an enemy. So yeah, it's just cr- it's crazy. Like if yeah. never it's hard to explain. It's weird how it's it. structured.
2: Like you, because it's so open world, it goes all the way back to that original first Zelda game where it's completely open world, exactly. and you can go fight Ganon there and then. Once you've passed the, passed the plateau, you can That's go it. fight Ganon if you want to. It's not going to happen, but you can do it.
1: But like I remember, I've gone and done it for Ganon. I thought of like. I got myself enough hearts because the best one was um you go and you finally find like the master sword where it is, and then you're like yes I found it and you go to pull it up right and if you've not got enough hearts you you try and pull it up and it starts draining your health and if you ain't got enough hearts it's like game over and like (laughs) oh shit and then every time I got another heart let's go and do it no game over and I was going and going and I think it was thirteen hearts you needed Um, and then you can finally get it you're like "Yeah, yeah I got the master sword and then it's like cool you got the master sword but it's not powerful enough it's not like max power. Yeah, it's not going to break on you, but if you want to max it up, go and do all the shrines, go and get this special armor, do this mad quest thing just to charge it. And it's like crazy. It's just unreal. Like, But yeah, like you can go and fight Ganondorf, um, and if you've not defeated the four main dungeons and released the the Divine Beasts they're called, then they basically on the Ganondorf fight. If you do all the dungeons... You fight Ganondorf and then they all release their giant attack and it just knocks Ganondorf's half, health in half. Then I'm like, oh cool, this is going to be a doddle. And then you're fighting Ganondorf and then you, your best sword breaks and you're like, oh fuck, right, here we go, let's try something else. And you're going for your bows and all your arrows and suddenly this amassed amount of stuff you took for this fight is just getting yeeted out of there. And the challenge really becomes like apparent and then you go and try it, like jump off the Great Plateau. And then you're stuck, like, chucking bombs and trying not to die. Like, it is so amazing. Like, if anyone that yeah. can go and do it from the Great Plateau and go and kill Ganondorf, it's unreal. Have a look at some of the runs on YouTube. But, like, I just can't do it. It's, it's mad. But the weapon, I know the enemy, there's not so many enemies in the games. But, um, like, the ones they've got, you got Lionels again, There's these, the Hinoxes are there. It's just cool. It's just. But you've you got to get used to dying on that game, like, because you're just going to die. And it's just trial and error, figuring out different ways to do things because you're gonna die. And I loved it every minute of it. Every and it's
2: death. a it's a really immersive game in that you can lose yourself in the characters and the worlds and what they're up to. That this very diverse game.
1: Yeah, it's not got like a set story really. You've kind of got these. You've lost your memories. You're in this pod, um, and then you kind of as you go in and head into these different places and towns, you kind of the story is unfolding in front of you. But it's not like. You got like, I remember the game starts and it's like, right, here's your quest, yeah, like main quest, defeat Ganon. Yeah, (laughs) like go and defeat Ganon, and he's here. If you want to go fight him, he's right there. Go and get him. And then your next quest is like, go and see Impa, and then she's gonna give you like a bit of a backstory and send you on a quest to go and find these hidden memories. So you go to these places and um, you you get your memories back and you get a little cutscene and you start to understand the characters and stuff. But it doesn't even hold your hand then. It literally gives you, like, a picture. Like, if someone took a photo on a camera and it shows you this, this screen, and you're like, right, well, where is it? And the game don't tell you nothing. There's no, like, little waypoint on a marker, nothing on a map. It's like, you walk around, and then I'm like, oh, them peaks look familiar. Oh, shit, let's get my camera out. Right, well, I must be semi-near it, because this is in the background, and that's specific trees on the left, and, like, you're then looking for these elements. It's absolutely crazy. Like, you just... I don't know. That game is something special. It doesn't even deserve to be on lists with things. It's just an experience that everyone just needs to have. And like, I think it's the truly... version. But it's not even that. I think this this is the penultimate. You know, open world games. You know, your Fallout's and all of this and all them open world things that they always wanted to be and your Skyrim's and I think Breath of the Wild's come in. it's set its rules. It's got everything there you get a stamina bar you can't climb up stuff forever because you've got a set amount of stamina but you've got items you can cook so there's uh, always that incentive to go looking for things yeah so you yeah. can make items where you can go and find there's loads of armors in this game loads of them first day is um a special one you can unlock but like, it's like leveling
0: up and stuff like
1: no you don't even level up yeah. there's like a and it's one of them games a bit like monster hunter like you you need to get good you can like right. upgrade some of your armor and stuff but it doesn't come cheap, you need to find all these items and all these rare bits. So it's got like an actual upgrade system, which is cool. But, so um, if you're
0: beating Ganon from the start, you're a
1: fucking badass. Yeah, with no armor on and you're beating him with a stick, and you're just chucking <laughs> bombs at him, then you are like top tier, that unreal. But as the first that. thing you'll find is a stick, and you're like, right, so... You leave the shrine, and you're like, right, well I've got a wooden stick, and I've got an axe, and a broken sword, right? And then an enemy comes at you and you're like, right, I'm going to kill you. And then you hit him twice with your stick and it breaks. Then you stab him once with your sword and it breaks. You're like, right, I've got an axe and this guy's got half his health. So you hit an axe with him like three or four times and then that breaks. And this guy's just looking at you like, well, I'm not dead yet. Oh, fucking brilliant. (laughs) But it's, it's so good. Everyone should experience it. Like, if You just need to. If you ever end up with a Switch, it's hands down the game you need to buy. If you're a fan of open-world yeah. games, this
2: is. I'll see how uh, Breath of the Wild 2 <laughs> turns out because if they're if they're taking a Majora's Mask direction, I'm all I'm all for it.
1: But it looks like it looks like it's heading down that route. This is an actual direct sequel, so that's um
2: pretty awesome. And Nintendo must know, especially in Japan, they must know how much love there is for Majora's Mask and that whole time travel element. I mean, even it doesn't have the exact same game, but just something like it. You know, a parallel universe where you can yeah. interact with all the NPCs and. Well, we've got, um,
1: they released a trailer for it at E3 last year for Breath of the Wild 2, um, and immediately, like, it's, like, continuing on, so you and Zelda are continuing on your story, and you're underground, you're looking at this stuff, and you're researching stuff or whatever, and, and there's, like, a skeleton Ganondorf just there, so he's, like, on this throne, and his head, his head knocks back, and his eyes glow, and then, like, this red stuff comes out and you're like, oh, fucking ace. We've not even seen Ganondorf in this. Because this is at, like, the end, the end of the timeline. So it doesn't tell you directly where this fits in the story. But you've got the Zoras in there. Yeah, you've got the Rito, which were obviously evolved from Zoras in a different place. Um, there's all these items. So there's a... It's like a Koholin island, which is obviously... Uh, what That's like a, a reference to... Um, What's the one on the Game Boy Advance? Game. Uh, the one with the hat. The one with the hat. Minish cap. Minish, Minish cap.
2: That's
1: yeah, it. So there's like all these little references, and then there's the shards of the Mirror of Twilight on one of the beaches. You can find where the, the portal was originally. Like, and then Lon Lon Ranch is in there exactly, like frame for frame. I think someone done a no- comparison. Walked it in Ocarina retirement. of Time and it breathed wild, and like. Even though it's an old, abandoned, like ruined Hyrule, you can see exactly the track. You can see the same planks. You can see the bits of wood, and, that. and it's like they've just really pulled everything together. And this is like way, way in the future. And I think one of the DLCs you can unlock a motorbike so you razz around on a motorbike because your horse is in quick enough. It's just ace. <laughs> yeah,
2: now I'm psyched for this game. I can't wait to see what this game is going to be. Um, a bit of a segue, but have you seen the, someone? Recreate Ocarina of Time on a Unreal Four engine.
1: Yeah, he's just done. A long, long, he done um, the whole of the the open world start, isn't he? The Hyrule Field, isn't it? I remember watching him as he's building Kakariko Village, and um, he's he's got the start done now, isn't he? It looks ace. Yeah, looks so so good.
2: But Nintendo are just such absolute arseholes when it comes to like fan service. You know what I mean? Like you know, uh, Sega. Someone did their own version of Sonic, and Sega hired them. <laughs>
1: and they made sonic mania and it was one of the best things ever yeah you know like it. but it, nintendo it, it, you know they're not they're not for the fans the, fan,
2: the well, nintendo gonna, fans were we're going to find a, we're going to get to the bottom of this with jack because he's going to you know it's, it's a japanese culture thing you know on a system so we're going to get to the bottom of that <laughs> so we'll come back to you on that one
1: we'll tell tell him from me to get down to that hq yeah tell him sort yeah. it out <laughs>
2: yeah alright so we've got shit. one game left now uh, the re- the switch remake of a link between worlds
1: yeah the link between worlds yeah
2: and awesome said, awesome game
1: I like the art style a lot of people hated it um, I thought it was cool I like the little cartoon plasticky yeah I love that art that style that yeah, off.
0: Yeah. amiibo amiiboy.
1: a lot of people hated it yeah that's it it just looks like something them. you find in a toy box i love them <laughs> i'm not allowed them anymore
0: though <laughs> i'm not allowed them anymore
2: what is the crack with well, Amiibos then? Is... what is the crack with yeah, them just
0: like little it's uh, just cool man like yeah but like michael Myers right there <laughs> that's that's not an amiibo sean that's i know a pop, that's a part, but like i'm just
1: the point it's is basically you get, you get stuff like, you like
0: and you get a toy of it you know
1: so like for me the, uh the official the amiibos yeah so all the smash characters have an amiibo and on smash brothers you can put an amiibo on you can train it to be like an amazing fighter so like i've never had a banjo kazooie toy in my life so when the banjo kazooie amiibo come out an officially licensed nintendo banjo kazooie product in 2020 that's outrageous so i had to buy one and that that sort of thing is cool but like. I'd like to keep them in a box, and they live in the garage, and they don't come yeah. out. So.
2: Uh, yeah, they will be worth a fortune. So just keep holding them. You're very good at collecting these things. You know, you've got your Twilight Princess GameCube version un-unopened, but it's going for about yeah. 500 pounds Silly. minimum.
0: In another under- closed get a location.
2: Oh, by the way, shelf. we. Someone wants to know about the guitars. There was a comment on the last YouTube video. We want to know about yeah. the guitars.
0: Well, this one in particular. Yeah. Just, I, mean, I think she meant all, but just pick one. and yeah, Tell the story.
1: So, when are we an exam leave? I, um, I taught myself the bass guitar because my brother had one. So that lives on that wall. Um, and then I started playing the guitar once I taught myself bass. So I left school, didn't I? I went working for a large boat manufacturing company that went bust. And then my mm-hmm. first wage, I bought myself a shitty guitar. Um, and then I've had all sorts from then. But this is a, a Baja Telly, So it's a Fender. It's nice. This one was actually a gift from a real good friend of mine. Um, and I'm absolutely in love with it. I've done a load of work for her and um, she collects guitars. She doesn't like a Telecaster, and I love a Telecaster, so she let me have it. I've got a couple more in the garage. I've got um, a strat I painted, I sanded it down and painted it like this nice grey colour. Um, and then that went in the kitchen, and the little man took a load of paints, yeah, and he fucking covered it in like, he just basically poured this blue paint on top of it and then this gold paint on top of it and i was like oh mate like wh- wh- why would you do that and he's like two years old i literally left him for 20 seconds while i went for a wee and i was like
0: well i can't see the mad, angriest we've ever done i come back and i was like oh i'm <laughs> so angry You're like
2: a it's car so cool. jet wash
0: <laughs> so, so i live
1: in the garage i've got an epiphone acoustic over there i'm not really an acoustic player i'm not very fun of them um, and then I've got a couple more. I've got an SG that I don't really like. I'm a Telecaster guy. I did buy a really silly um, USA Custom Deluxe telly about seven, eight years ago. Um, and it was like... You know when you have like a really obscene, expensive purchase? Yeah, yeah. It was one of them. Um, and I kind of... I loved it, but um, the value went quick as I started playing the shit out of it. Um but, you know, we I, I sold the house and that went then. And then it's all pedals, really. I spent a fortune on pedals, amps, you know. It, it's an expensive hobby, but this hmm. is my favorite at the minute. This is my, my Baja Telly. I put a sticker on. It's me, uh, it's me boy. Twitch. Me Twitch. Shout that, out. Boy. Twitch TV. BLZ Boy. <laughs> so I got some stickers. Uh, my, I don't even know where they come. I think my missus' cousin has, like, a big printing factory, so we printed a load. And then Rude just went around sticking them on everything. So he's got a giant one on his door. Um, but this is, yeah, this is me main me main jammer now.
0: I swear so I've seen that on Morrison's bus stop, that sticker.
1: <laughs> Did you really?
0: <laughs> I've seen something similar, yeah.
1: That's hilarious. I've got a really big one, um, like this big, like maybe like two foot wide, three foot tall, that is going to go on one of my friend's bonnets. He doesn't know it yet. I'm going to wait <laughs> till he's asleep and stick it yeah. to his
0: car. <laughs> Uh, yeah. put it on his roof more discreet you won't notice it yeah but then true. again only yeah, helicopters will notice
1: uh... it <laughs> so the police are chasing down this car we're looking for a car and it's got a giant dinosaur on, on the top it's got a it. boy on the top B.O.C. boy so yeah so that's my uh, that's my guitar I'm going to start doing some guitar streams I'm just sorting out a new little mixer Um, got a couple of bands I'm working in a bit at the minute lots of covers I used to play in an 80s cover band which was Ace a lot of um cheese and some singing so you know Maniac. Like that's a
0: drummer now, yeah.
1: Drums is easy, so I could I've done a lot of fill ins on drums. Not like a dentist, but filling in gigs. <laughs> so people are um it's a dad joke it happens. Uh i would only get a phone call last minute and say, Can you play this gig? And they'll say, Yeah, send me the songs so I'll wing it on the night. Drums are good for me, they're easy. I'm not the best drummer, but um you know, I'm I'm not bad. Top tier. But um yeah, I, I kind of like the guitar because it's hard and there's so much yeah. I need to learn and get better at. But yeah, man, all music's cool. The piano, I wish I had a Mac still. Mine broke, MacBook Pro was a piece of shit. You get like six years out of it and then they put an update in that purposefully destroys it. But yeah, yeah man.
2: I remember I bought my first uh, electric guitar up in uh, rock- rocking them. There's a music shop there, might still be there now, but this was a long time ago, and uh, it came with a DVD, like a tutorial, like, you know, it's just some <laughs> long hair dude, <laughs> like, all right, guys, you got the a and you know what I and you know, I worked my way through it, right? and there was this one girl I absolutely fancied in school for, for years, I fancied this girl. And um, so I lied to her that I could play the guitar just so I could go in a house and teach her. So basically, I'm watching the DVD again. I'm just writing down chords. I'm like, there's your A chord and there's your B, you know what I mean? And then like, I come out of the house and I'm just awkwardly like.
1: And I'm just like, so
2: this is your A chord and this is your D chord and all that. Oh, man, that was so funny. Do you know what's funny? I,
0: this, is, this ties into the fucking drum story, right? And they, I, like, we, you taught me the basics of drums, just like that. Boom, boom. Alright, I used to try and teach everyone I knew. I was like, "Yeah, I know the fucking drums." I know the
2: drums. So I, I, try, drums.
0: I, I try to get her into the uh, drum room, and she she must have just been looking at me like, "Who is this fucking <laughs> imposter?" <laughs> <laughs> right? No, but I, I I told Miss Notes I could play the drums as well, so she signed me up for the music lesson in, in form the next day, and I was sitting in front of the whole class just doing like. I, I totally choked i was just like tss, boom tss. and then because jake was sitting there as well he was like i'll do it <laughs> yes, please,
2: yes please boss so basically you basically jim from american pie too yeah. <laughs> Hi, I, have huge, I have huge balls
1: we used to love it man that uh that music room at lunchtime was just out of this world like a lot of years none of you has really real got a chance to experience it but like do you know what our year was dead bad so i i didn't play any instruments up until i met sam black really and then obviously i knew jake from when newton and stuff and then as we were in like year seven or eight i kind of went in the music room and jake was obviously the prodigy that he he is and he's just incredible yeah and it, it is so funny looking back like the year above us had their little group of musicians right um and they just they wouldn't even get a look in it because the two years above us were a good group of musicians yeah and then the year above us were all right and then there was there was me jake sam and tom that were kind of like you know the four musos so tom was on the bass sam and jake used to write these immense songs and then they needed a drummer so i learned a couple of beats taught myself and then they would finally like be like oh you know what you're actually not that bad like we can work with this so they pushed me to get better so i ended up being the drummer and it was great because no one else in the year would like bother with instruments like no one else yeah. would even like i don't know we just kind of asserted ourselves as the musicians and then that was that and then no one else really got a look at so but the amount of like jollies out and school trips and like we had done these award things and it was it was ace but like the poor year above us they'd be like right but there's this music awards festival and we're gonna we have to submit so we're gonna do these songs yeah and then everyone would be like all right cool and they're like right so Elliot, Jake, Sam and Tom, we need you to go and write these songs and then this other guy's like, Yeah, but well, we can play like we'll play that trivium song and they're like, no, <laughs> like we'll let our, we'll let these kids write some songs instead and we're like, Yeah, this song's called Sam's Song too And it was just like this absolute belter that I can't even play now. <laughs> like I can't even play guitar now after playing for like thirteen years not even half as good as what Sam and Jake were when we were like twelve years old. Really? Which is mad. Yeah, un- unreal. they Playing now makes me realise how good they actually were. Like, and why Jake is where he is. To be fair, yeah. but yeah, he's, he's quality. He's such a cool guy.
2: There was this. Um, I remember when I was in year seven and we were playing the piano. And we had that Barbie doll for a teacher. Uh, like the first ever Barbie doll, first issue Barbie doll. <laughs> Another one. The <laughs> name uh, sounds
1: like one of them things where like the fish have them in their neck. Yeah. Yeah,
2: uh, this woman was just an arsehole oh, we'll get to her in a minute but like the first sin she committed so I'm like playing the piano playing this generic tune that all we'll been kind of told to play it's year 7 and then I added an extra note I added an extra note and it just kind of had a better kind of consistency to it yeah. and I was like oh check this out and, was, and she goes you'd never change original music so, like, me down. I'm 11 years old I'm like oh, you've never fucking heard of a remix you cunt I mean, <laughs> oh, I love it, man. She was the kind of woman you'd be walking through the through the foyer or wherever, or you'd be walking someplace and be like, right, stop, ties up, top button up. And like, we didn't fuck have out. it in us. Yeah, we just didn't have it in us back then.
0: Shirts <laughs> in, pants
2: down. <laughs> yeah. If I could go back in time, we're like, no. Nah, fuck, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> Mufti day. They don't call it They don't <laughs> even. They've never heard of that word down here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> non, <laughs> I, I thought it was universal. Day. Non-uniform, day, oh. Is that it? Yeah, Mufti, mufti mate. Yeah.
0: Like it's just a Corby thing. Mufti. You
2: had to pay 50p and he was all... What? That,
0: like, What's it? a Mufti?
2: Yeah, I and mean, there's yeah. always that one kid that couldn't afford the 50p. <laughs>
0: You'd always
2: have that one kid show up... you always have the kids that show up in their, like, flame shirt. <laughs> or their <laughs> hoodie.
1: With a chain on their shorts, man. <laughs>
2: but you knew who was who back then. I remember I started wearing, like, uh, su- uh, sweatbands and having, like, Shea Guevara and Anarchy, like, badges on them. <laughs> Some of the chavvy kids come up to me, like, oh, Are you a greb now? Uh, greb now. I remember, like, in, it music, laugh, man. in music, we're all asked to say, like, our favorite band, and that because I started using LimeWire and all that. I think I'm <laughs> cool because I'm starting to find my, my music. <laughs> they're like, So, what's your favorite music artist? And I went, Rob Zombie, and everyone just went,
1: Ah. <laughs>
0: Grunge, you're a grunga, mate. Grunga, grab, grab. I was just happy to be associated.
2: With, I was just happy to be associated with some sort of culture, I you know? Know. Yeah, right?
0: not just fucking loser.
2: <laughs> yeah, everyone laughed at me because I said Rob Zombie. I was like fuck mate,
0: you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but like, just think about how cruel school was. Yeah, remember the guy? Absolute legend. Yeah, but he got a nickname on day one because he likes drinking coffee.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, no, his original nickname was Popeye.
1: <laughs> Why? Is that got is a it? story?
2: His, uh, his Japside like, popped out in PE.
1: <laughs> You're joking? Yeah, Wait, I mean, how short were his shorts? Or how big was his knot?
2: I don't know. That's just what I heard. But the reason why they called him <laughs> Coffee because they're talking in history and he went, coffee. Where was
0: it? That's it? <laughs> <laughs> it. Fucking Popeye. <laughs> that was actually pretty clever for how young we were, you know.
2: There's only one person that's not getting in our studio and his name <laughs> 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 That's getting cut out as well. <laughs> Who's
1: that? said <laughs> that? Oh man, I feel like I've missed on something hilarious here.
2: Do you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna bleep that bit out. I don't know why. Why the fuck is he laughing? To the Point of like dying. Oh, I try. Can I Patreon? <laughs>
1: Who is it, Benny? Come on, tell me. Just beep it out.
2: <laughs> no, it's going in the trailer. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking
0: nothing? <laughs> yeah, so uh, Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: yeah, oh, Twilight Princess it was great. Yeah. But, <laughs>
1: Breath of the Wild was great. You know, Legend is oh, yeah, great. great. I mean, what good. more <laughs> do you want to know? Make like
2: pork chops, get your health bars up, you know. We catfished one guy at school, right? But the joke turned on. Was, he, was, he was hung like a fucking giraffe. He was hung like a fucking horse. Oh, like no. And then eventually I was like, that was us, by the way. And he goes, It's okay. Like, it's right. yeah, he was in a school uniform, right? So here's what I'll tell you the story, right? So we we had, there was this fake girl account that we got catfished by, right? But then we managed to get the password. So we took over the reins. And um, so we added him, right, on... Um, on a uh, MSF like, and this? he's on webcam right back back in the day there was no sound on webcam and he's got shades on like this but he's in like a school uniform his logic school uniform his tie's a bit crumpled and all that and out of nowhere he just starts fucking you just see this huge shlong just taking up the camera and he's just fucking you know sweating out <laughs> right and i just walk out my room like i can't face it i just go out <laughs> my room I make, I make a cup of tea and i come back and it's just him like with his little fucking uh, <laughs> frosted tips slightly sweaty he's like hey, He's like, I gotta go get my dinner. V, v-, 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 v- R B. Right? Was he uh Was and he Oh,
1: like idea?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, <who is> it? <laughs> Just playing his name about the chip.
2: And then I come oh, back with my cup of like I hope he stopped wanking and he's <laughs> <laughs> like on his webcam like all happy with himself, like right. <laughs> And his tie his tie a little bit more comfortable shit, you know, and I'm just and I'm just like I can't make fun of this guy, man. He's like, Nah, he's fair dudes, a, man. He's hung like a you know, 40 what
0: are you year gonna old... do, you come to school, ha! <laughs> this guy's a massive cock. Yeah,
2: like this guy's hung like a 40 year old Cuban. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then eventually a few months later I told him he's like, It's okay. It's okay, I had a good time. I had a good time, don't worry about it.
1: Um I've got oh, a about, uh, I chopped field... my thumb in half. I got a oh, nuts magazine
2: let's <laughs> see your thumb did you get it stitched back on
1: yeah so i chopped it in half it's like, so like can you see me scar
2: yeah
1: oh, yeah look, look at it it's Jeez. like fuck. it's,
2: it's was just... that a pizza hut
1: no that was in um the boat place
2: oh okay wow, yeah man that's awful man did, were you in shock did you just kind of like you know not feel it
1: it felt like a hot tap it was weird i went through the artery like i could have died it was pretty bad oh, 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 oh. i've got a picture i'll send to you It's just
2: hanging out. It's like the shark from Toy
0: Story.
2: I'm Sheriff Woody. Holy, holy, holy. That's what it looks like. Pure does. I got a snake in my boot. (laughs) Smokey.
0: Mess with my
1: money. No. Play with my money. Play with my emotions, (laughs) Smokey. He (laughs) said Smokey before
2: he says... Anyway, we're going to have to wrap this up now.
0: We need to talk about Resident Evil, man. I keep forgetting to bring it up. Yeah.
2: Oh, we we'll do Resident Evil special next we'll do
0: Resident time. Resident Evil next time. Hell yeah. yeah that's uh, my ball yeah. game. This Rockin will be on. up.
2: This will be up next uh, Friday. Next Friday, yeah.
0: After yeah, Barry no worries, Scott, you got big shoes to follow. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's just gonna be funny though. Like Friday and Monday's episode, we're gonna be like in the same clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: he's dead than Jack. Shit, man. I keep forgetting about Jack. You That's you? what
1: people do. People do it, don't they? You do your bulk, you bulk Gordon, and then you create
0: Dan's back at work soon as well. So, it...
1: John, John, an hour context joke before I go. No, go I on. Man. All right, let me just I write them all down in my little thing because I'm really really bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I gotta find a good one. Hang on. No, I ain't got one. <laughs> I do, I do, <laughs> I, know, I do have a really good out of context joke. but like, this is like one of the best things you can ever do. Um, you ever heard of a hard out?
0: Yeah. Just like getting the fuck out there. Ah, you dickhead! <laughs> <laughs> dickhead.
2: Nice one. Fucking
0: dickhead. Oh, that was sick, though.